All right, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brother Sportscast. Real talk, real fans, we bring you Michigan football each and every week. And it's been another cold, wet... (coughs) Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Dreary week in Michigan. That sums it up right there. (laughs) I I was like holding in for a while, man. Sorry. (laughs) No, you're all right. uh, It does sum up. It's been been nasty but uh we're we're back to bringing our you an episode this week for michigan football and before we kind of get into the conversation with that uh, a couple things to mention a little bit of intro i did put stuff up in the uh facebook group for uh we were thinking it, it depends on participation with this and so far there hasn't been a lot of participation so i mean if there's a good Good reaction, representation. We'll do this. If not, um, uh, we might we might drop it. Just kind of depending. Uh, we were talking about doing a like putting together an audio, like a couple minute audio of like fans and listeners mm-hmm. saying thanks to the Michigan football team. Like maybe somebody saying, "Oh, thanks, Jabril Peppers, for being a Michigan Wolverine. Good luck in the NFL." Uh, hey Jake, but hope you have a good recovery and a ex- successful NFL career. Thank you, seniors. You know, just just some kind of thank you, and then thank you for the 2016 season. Blah blah blah. Um, and uh, people liked it. I think some people commented on it, and we're saying some things. But so far, not a lot of reaction. It's going to be something that we're going to be looking at trying to complete in or around two weeks. So. Depending on the involvement we get, I mean, if we don't get very many people that leave us voicemails on our voicemail line, then right. we won't have enough to work with. But uh, we'll just see. I just wanted to mention that just so that uh, people are aware of that. And if they want to, they can call. And the number, 551-258-3276. Easy to remember. It's 551-BLUE-BRO. So that was a little bit of announcement, but the kind of the intro, kind of the icebreaker, kind of just getting into things. Um, This isn't going to be a weekly thing, but I kind of feel like we should do this whenever we come across stuff like this, uh, when we can. Maybe it'll directly relate with Michigan football. Uh, Maybe it won't. But something that is football-related, in the least, I found a really good um, troll tweet that I was unaware of. Oh, okay. And so I I just cracked up from it, and so I wanted to share it. And so after after I tell you what the tweet is, I would like you, Craig, to rank it um, in one of these categories. Uh, just straight up ruthless. Was it towards you? No, no, no. Okay. Just just like sports in general. So it wasn't towards me. Just straight up ruthless. Okay. Or trollrific. Aha, a little pun I like right that. there. Um. I, I'm debating on what putting this as just for laughs or trolling on the ground laughing. Mm-hmm. Uh, another pun there, or just straight up uncalled for. So four four levels of ranking: either ruthless, trollrific, just for laughs, or totally uncalled for. So, but then I was just like, well, man, if I'm going to do this, you know, we should do some kind of music or like soundbite or something, and I. Should have known better because I was just like, oh, I wonder if there's like some troll thing I could find, like some sound. And in this day and age that we live in, where it seems like everybody has so much time on their hands, 
and they just make songs about everything. Right. I should have known that there would have been plenty of options for uh, troll music or something. Lord so of the I'm, Rings. Well, I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I, I'm like Lord of, the, Lord, Lord of the Rings theme song. And they got no, trolls. Well, yeah, I was thinking that they would have something in there and that would be the go-to, but somebody actually made a troll song. Oh, interesting. Okay, that'll be so fun. So I'll play, I'll play some of it here, and it's perfect. I, I think it's okay. hilarious and awesome, but it is... Um, it is a longer song, so I don't want to play the whole thing, but it, we'll listen to some of it here, so I'll get it playing here for the intro for this segment. If it goes. You're a troll, a miserable troll. You're an angrily racist and cowardly faceless troll. You're a troll, an ignorant troll. And bashing and desperately asking for attention because you're a troll. You sit in your basement, lashing out from your PC. You misspell your insults as you vomit anonymously. You're sexually repressed, you're profoundly depressed. You need to be the star of the show. But you're too scared to make anything haggling instead because it's easier to just be a troll. You're a troll, troll, troll with no self control. All right, so that song goes on and on. You know what it sounds like? What? It sounds like um, a troll version of uh, the Grinch song. Uh, yeah, possibly. I, it did make me think of something else. Mr. Grinch, I don't know. It sounded interesting, but yeah. It does sound familiar, so I wouldn't be surprised if they knocked off the music from something and just changed the lyrics. But now that's like the total, you know, repressive and just uh, brutal trolls and everything like that. And this one, I don't know if uh, would fit the song exactly, but here, here's what happened. So I don't know if you saw, but of course Dallas lost in the playoffs. And so then Jerry Jones at some point in time uh, was speaking with media, and he was quoted as saying, I really believe that Tony Romo will play in the Super Bowl. End quote. That's quote. So then on Twitter... Uh, EA Sports decided to uh, uh, the EA Sports account for their Madden NFL games decided to latch on to this and they replied to it and they said that we will send him a copy of Madden 17 so that he could play in a Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, poor Tony Romo. That's trollerific, man, right there. I like it. <laughs> All right. I, I was kind of, that's that was my reaction. I was just thinking, I was just like, you know, it's not ruthless. It's not uncalled for. Uh, so it's somewhere in the middle. But well, I yeah, thought that I, was hilarious. But uh, even to make fun of their own, uh, what they're trying to do is obviously even they know that anybody they put on the cover of a, <laughs> a game gets hurt. So. <laughs> yeah, there's there's that part aspect to it too. But I just thought that was good. I thought that was funny. It was sports related, so I felt that fit. So Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we might use that again sometime and we'll see. So uh getting a good laugh in before we jump into uh Michigan football talk and everything here and uh we've got just kind of like a variety of different things that we're gonna be discussing today. So uh stick around and we'll get into those conversations coming up next.
Okay, so I think this is kind of a weird time with things. I know at some point we will be doing kind of a uh, season and review. Um, but with this kind of right before uh, National Signing Day coming up, I think next week we'll kind of do a recruit. Maybe we'll talk about the recruits and different things like that. Um, so this week's kind of a little bit in limbo. But we decided, uh, Craig and I were talking uh, that we'll talk about a couple different things, but probably the main focus, just because there's been a lot of talk, there was uh, a lot of back and forth. I don't know if I would say drama with it, but there was a lot of back and forth with uh, coaching changes recently with the University of Michigan. Yeah, quite a few of them taking off and leaving. Uh, and, you know, and the more of that came out, like, you know, obviously Jeb, uh, Fish leaving and then um, and then Drevno getting the – contract extension and then um and then obviously the rumors that we we just heard kind of coming out which was a little bit shocking you know obviously we heard the rumors of uh, Wheatley thinking about taking uh wet western job and then um and then that kind of failed and then recently him kind of in the mix of getting the running backs coach at uh, at Jacksonville was muttered around and that ended up being the case and Tyrone Wheatley leaving to go be the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, running backs coach, which was interesting because the very fact is he was the running backs coach with um, the Buffalo Bills before he came to Michigan. So it's kind of a lateral move, which is making this whole thing about Michigan and this coaching change a little bit more interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of stuff kind of uh, floating around, kind of just just kind of that that weird stuff. Like you're right. I mean, it is a lateral move, so that can be kind of uh, odd when you're in that line of business, and especially when you're at your you know alma mater and on such a yeah. heavily favored coaching staff. But you know, people make changes all the time. So what um, I guess. Um, a way that I think that we could kind of look at this, uh, cause you mentioned a lot of it, Drevno Brown, both got extensions, uh, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator. Uh, mm-hmm. then Jed fish left to be the offensive coordinator at UCLA. Yep. Uh, then he was replaced with Pep Hamilton from the Browns in the NFL. And just recently then Tyrone Wheatley left for Jacksonville. So out of the, Three obvious positive um, things to take away from that. Drevno extension, Brown extension, and the hiring of Pep Hamilton. What would you say you think is maybe the strongest move out of those or the ones that the one that you're most, I guess, excited or happiest with those three moves? Oh, boy. Um, well, that's a, that's a good question, Caleb. Um, I will say, obviously, the the, the the one that needed to be was Brown, the Brown extension. You get that guy, you keep him from at Michigan for as long as you can, and you don't let him go. He's, he, he did a fantastic job this year for Michigan and what we had and what he could do and the blitz packages and a lot of things he brought to the table and kept Michigan in a lot of games. And I think he's a terrific coach. Drivno on the other hand is very, uh, like I said, um, there's some things about that. It's a little bit different about him that I thought the offense kind of petered out or just kind of 
faded away at the end of the season, and there's no disputing that. There's no way anybody can tell me that the offense started rolling. Um, so that makes me think I'm not exactly sure the Drevno hire was good, but the one I'm, I'm actually excited about Pep Hamilton too. Um, because of the very fact that he does know Jim Harbaugh, those two are friends. They, they go way back to Stanford. Um, remember, uh, and he was also the offensive coordinator at Cleveland Browns. Now what we're doing is obviously us Michigan fans are excited to have Pep Hamilton because he's a great recruiter, but you know, we also get the trolls and the rivals are laughing saying if he's the offensive coordinator at Cleveland and they're a dumpster fire, right? <laughs> Well, you know, that's, you know, why would you want somebody like that? But you have to understand something. I don't think it's Pep Hamilton's fault. They don't even have a quarterback there. Remember, Pep Hamilton had a lot to do with uh, Andrew Luck. Um, He goes back to um, training with uh, Kyle Orton, Cutler, Alex Smith, Chad Pennington, and Brian Greasy. So he has he has the resume there and he's, he knows what he's doing. So, and I think we're excited and he's a terrific recruiter. So I think that's going to be positive. So. Yeah. And he's not coming in to be the offensive coordinator. No. So, I mean, I don't quite understand. I mean, I, I understand because the Browns are so bad where people would get stuff with that, but um, he's not coming in and even still, I mean, I think his resume speaks for itself. Cause I mean, yeah, he was in, he was in the, uh, he's been in the NFL forever between, right. uh, or being on the offense, uh, uh, being an offensive coach to some way or form quarterbacks, wide receiver, uh, coordinator and things like that. And then went back, like you said, he was at Stanford with, Harbaugh, and then he was at the Colts doing work there. So, I mean, he's got a lot of success on his resume. He was at Cleveland for one year. (laughs) Right. So there's not a lot that you're going to see change in a year, especially, I mean, you're talking about uh, the dismay of the Cleveland quarterbacks, and this year was yet again another terrible year for them. So I wouldn't look too heavily into that. Um but yeah, I I'm on your side of things. Uh, I think it, it, at this point it's a little difficult to tell because I mean Pep Hamilton is so new and everything. I think if I had to rank them, uh, those three positive uh, mo- coaching moves by Michigan, I would probably put Brown as first, Pep Hamilton as second, as Drevno third. Yeah. Um, just because we obviously know more with Brown because he's been with us for a year. I am excited to see what Hamilton does. I knew some of his resume before he got hired. I didn't know how things would go with recruiting, but with how quickly things have happened, I'm really excited to see um, him uh, as far as recruiting goes and everything. And we've talked a little bit about with Drevno and everything. I just kind of, we, I feel like we both have our questions um, with some of the play calling and things like that. So I don't think it's a worse thing, but um, I wouldn't exactly put it. I'm not putting it at the top of the list, obviously. So, yeah. And I think, you know, and the, the discussion is mostly about, and there's a three ways discussion here. We got Drevno fish and then you got Tyrone Wheatley and fish and Wheatley to take off. Um, and the 
three are obviously all on offense and they're all, all three are offensive, you know, one of the way offensive coordinators in their selective positions, but, um, and Drevno being the offensive coordinator, but, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, you, 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 you hear rumblings on, you know, that the three possibly at times didn't get along and, and when you hear rumblings like that, you don't want to always speculate and say, well, that's exactly what happened. But it seems to be the only solution to, I could see why I don't think the three got along that great as far as like what they should do. It seems like there might've been a little bit more um, heated discussion on what they should call and things like that. And I think it might gel, maybe Harbaugh gelled with Drevno better than Wheatley or, Fish and Fish, I do know this. Fish was not hand selected by Jim Harbaugh. He was uh, came as a recommendation. So, um, as much as Fish did a pretty good job with um, Rudock and um, and Spate, you know, he did a fantastic job. I just think you know maybe Jim Harbaugh's just trying to get the guys that he knows and knows well. Um, and and I think one of the things that Michigan's a little bit sad about is Wheatley has ties to Michigan history with Michigan as well as Arbaugh. Uh, his son obviously plays at tight end with Michigan right now, and he's going to do really well. But um, Wheatley was a fantastic uh, recruiter, and I think that's the part where I think Michigan fans are really upset about. I mean, the guy's number six in the country at recruiting, and that's going to be tough. So. Um, but I think Pep Hamilton brings another level to that too. But um, you know, to bring in a, to see who's going to come in as the running backs coach is going to be interesting. But um, I just think that those three that just they just seem to didn't gel very well. And I think you could see that Caleb and offense now it's, now that it's come out and Wheatley's gone and Fish is gone, you can kind of see why that happened and why we saw those past what the end of the games it seemed like there was something wrong it didn't seem like nobody was moving the ball it didn't seem like they were on the same page none of them were and i can pretty much tell that you know that was a possibility so yeah so then what would you say is the biggest negative that you see from this i mean i'm kind of taking from what you've been saying that probably missing out on wheatley's recruiting yeah i mean well each Remember, each person that comes in brings another, I call them a group of recruits. I don't want to say exactly people exactly they want, but a a region or a state that they recruit well or they know very well. Pep Hamilton has his own. And like, for instance, Pep Hamilton has visited um, Samuels right now, okay, which is great. I think Pep Hamilton's fantastic to go there and and visit you know even though he's going to be the quarterback's guy but he's going there to get you know to talk to the running back (laughs) we need him you know he's our we got two running backs so far and taylor and samuels and we want to keep them which is fantastic and i know um i think he him or um i think he's the one he also went over and uh, talked to oliver martin who's another receiver that we're trying to think about getting to so he's recruiting pep is out there recruiting and I just think it just brings a different level. Now, Wheatley is just – it's going to be tough to fill his shoes. We just don't know what these guys are going to bring yet. I, that's why it's tough, and I think people are going to miss the recruiting aspect that Wheatley brings. So. Yeah, the um, to go further into missing out on uh, his recruiting abilities or capabilities – 
Uh, my biggest negative from these changes and everything is just the possible effect that it could have on some of the running back recruits that are coming in for the 2017 class or hopefully going to be coming in for the two, 2017 class. Um, just right. because, I mean, whenever those changes happen, you always kind of have to worry about or wonder what recruit it's going to affect. Um, right. And especially now with us waiting on seeing who is going to be the replacement, because um, that could be a positive or that could be a negative. And right now they're throwing around uh, – I've heard two names, and you mentioned a third, uh, Craig, when we were just kind of discussing getting ready for this. Um, I believe it's kind of three main names that are being thrown around, but I don't know if any of them are necessarily official. But uh, Mike Hart, obviously, easy to uh, easy name to recognize, who's currently uh, the Syracuse running backs coach, uh, is a name that's being thrown around. And then Thomas Wilshire. Yep, Wilshire, yep. Wilcher, thank you. I always, I'm, I'm terrible. <coughs> I need to stop. Anyways, uh, he is the head coach at Cass Tech. Uh, he has Michigan ties because um, uh, he played on the team back in. I can't remember what years, but he was he was running back. Um, right, I have that down. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm uh, I'm reading up on some of the stuff, and so I'm kind of. My history only goes back so far with uh, so many different people. And then, so he's Cast Tech from Detroit. Uh, and then Michael McPherson, like yeah, you yeah, mentioned, Craig, yeah, that was the one I didn't hear about who's right, an assistant. Matt McPherson on the Northwestern, yep. He's been yeah. there for 12 years. So, yeah, he uh, he's done really well for Northwestern and what they, you know, they contribute. And obviously, Northwestern is. Western has done a pretty good job with running backs. Um, you know, I'm yeah. not going to say they've done well in the NFL level, but they've done really, really well as far as coll- collegiate what level. And uh, he, he's ambitionate, you know, has a lot of ambition, and he's literally a go-getter, and I like what he's done. And, you know, he's coached some big you know, Big Ten guys and good, really good ones too, by the way. And uh, I think he'd be a pretty good uh, one. But I think... It'll be interesting. I think Wiltshire would be the one that I think would be a guy that Michigan might go after because, you know, he is a Detroit's – he's at uh, the high school coach at Detroit's Cast Tech. But, you know, we're talking about a guy who's produced – you know, he's had, what, Jordan Lewis and Delano Hill and Kelly Powell and Donovan Peoples-Jones on his resume and – all those guys, and of course, you know Mike Weber from uh, Ohio State. So you know he's produced a lot of great players from that school. So it will be interesting to see what he does. Um, I'm not sure what he's going to do. You know, obviously Mike Hart history with Michigan, loves Michigan, and I'm sure would like to get back here if you could. So yeah, well, I uh, I was able to actually kind of run into and. Meet Thomas Wilshire uh, at one of the games this year. Uh, he was I met Rashawn down at one of the games. That was uh, I think that was one or the only game that I went to that you didn't go to. And uh, uh, he was Rashawn was talking to him, and so I got introduced to him. Uh, I mean, I can't tell you anything more about the other guy uh, about 
him other than, I mean, he was nice to talk to you. He seems like a great guy. Can't tell you a lot more about his, uh, uh, with him being a coach, but was just yeah. going to mention that. So those are the three. I could not tell you really a preference or anything with that. I mean, they all have their benefits. Um, cause then just like you were saying, uh, Wilshire with Detroit would kind of have a little bit, bit of a pipeline going through there. Mike Hart with his sister, um, uh, history at Michigan would be uh, fun to have around, kind of interesting to see how that would go. Um, but then exactly like you've said, Northwestern ha- does have its good running backs, and they especially had good performances this year uh, in some of their games, especially the bowl game. So I don't know. Do you have one of those that kind of sticks out to you? or? Um, I would like to know, you know, I, I'm never a, a – well – Mike Hart's a little bit just interesting because he has jumped around from Eastern to Western. And then obviously he's joining Dino Babbers over at uh, Syracuse. So um, staff and been running backs coach there. But um, um, it, it, part of me, this is what I look for. It, look, if you're, if you're moving around within a year, looks you know obviously 2012 to 13 he's been at Eastern, and then 14 to 15 he's been at Western, and then 2016 means you're jumping around year to year. Either you're moving up or you're not, or you're just moving away and no one needs you. But uh, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how he did with them, to see if he would do well. What I do like about him is he would probably find. Um, a recruit that runs like him, you know, the, the combination of power, speed, and um, a vision that Mike Hart had. He had all those, and that's where I think he might contribute really well at recruiting and finding the right running back for Michigan, um, which we've kind of been missing for a while. Um, so that might be somebody. But uh, I tell you, Tom Wilcher has the connections to the Detroit area and some of the biggest names in college football. Um, so... He has that alongside him. but And obviously, Wiltshire has been a running back. He was a running back here at Michigan, too, so um, back in the 80s. So, um, yeah, each one brings a little bit different. But, yeah, one of them, I think, you know, it might be – I like this – I'm not sure yet. I'm kind of on the fence on both of them. So. Yeah, if we had the guarantee that there would be that Hart would be able to obtain a running back similar to him, um, then that would be really, really intriguing. But obviously, yeah. there's no guarantees with things like that. I know with him uh, bouncing around kind of was a little interesting, but uh, him kind of finally landing at Syracuse isn't too surprising because that's where he's originally fr- the area that he's originally from. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you do get some of those job opportunities that come up where it's just kind of nice to have a little bit of a homecoming or go back to where you were from. So, uh, but yeah, definitely be uh, watching things with that. So I'm not sure it's going to eat. I'm not really sure. The only one I would think would stand out a little bit more than the other would be Wiltshire. Only because the very fact is Jim Harbaugh has a very <coughs> good connection with him and the Detroit Cast Tech area and those high school players. Plus, Wiltshire was a teammate of Jim Harbaugh's. And Mike Hart isn't. I mean, we're talking Mike Hart in the same kind of role maybe as Wheatley where you come in and you're like, wow, Mike Hart. Running back history, he broke a ton of records, just like 
Tyrone Wheatley did, and they didn't gel. It didn't seem like they gelled either. So I'm not exactly sure Hart being here would automatically make you gel with Jim Harbaugh. He's a different cat, and, you know, I, I think maybe Jim Harbaugh just knows Thomas much better. So, Yeah. Yeah, that'll be kind of interesting to see and um, see how fast things move with that. So, because um, I can't remember, because, uh, yeah, you mentioned Wheatley was kind of in and out of conversation with the Western job. And then, because then that whole thing stirred up a storm. And then it was like a week later, uh, they were talking about the Jaguars. And then a few days later, it was official. So, um well, yeah, and, you know, obviously Wheatley going to uh, Jacksonville, where his well, his coach was at the Bills, and now he's going over to well, Doug Marone in Jacksonville. He, so he's kind of following his guy. <laughs> so that's why he's yeah. doing well, which I get. But um, it certainly is for interesting drama for Michigan to uh, lateral move. So something, you know, and that's the thing, you know, some of the rumors, and I'll just throw that out. It's like rumors are, you know, you know was he not happy that Drebno got an extension and he didn't and things like that? And I'm like, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know that at all. But we do know that there was some kind of tension between those three and something like that to have those, you know, two of them leave for different coaching jobs. So that obviously and watching the offense like you were talking about falling apart at the end of the year certainly lends itself to know that there was something going on there. Yeah, for sure. So it will be um, it'll be interesting to see how and when that gets uh, finalized and kind of resolved, and the final moves are made for the Michigan coaching staff and all those pieces moving around. So uh, more with the coaching staff, kind of uh, continuing with the conversation a little bit. Harbaugh visited Solomon for a visit. Yeah, how about that? And uh, it was another kind of interesting experience. It was a, a family affair, I think, as someone uh, stated, um, or a family fun trip. Because then uh, his daughter, which one was it? Uh, I, don't I, don't know if I, got, I don't know if I got the name, uh, and I don't want to mess up the name. Uh, but one of his daughters went with him uh, for the visit, and then they apparently had a blast. I think the mother had good reviews with it and they went uh, go-kart racing. So always doing something new, doing something different. So you can always uh, expect some news coming from Harbaugh on the recruiting trail. So, Yeah, and then obviously Jim had a new baby boy, so which is pretty interesting. So congratulations to him. I totally forgot to mention that, but uh, yeah, was that was that in the past week or was that before? Yeah, I think that was in the past week. Yeah, yeah. So, so congratulations, Jim Harbaugh and new baby, and that's awesome. And, um, but uh, yeah, you're right. And you know, you know, the funny thing is, is I think Jim Harbaugh just likes to have fun, and you know, him in a go kart <laughs> that looked like a what a Bengals tiger or whatever. Oh yeah, tiger. Yep. But him having fun, it looks like he just had fun. And, you know, it's – look, you know, Solomon is a it's fantastic talent. He's just – he's one of the – he is the best at the defensive tackle. He's he's one of the best. He's one of the highest-ranked players in the country at that position. 
And for Michigan to get him would just be incredible. And that's what Jim Harbaugh is doing. But, you know, Solomon was at the beginning, he decommitted from Michigan. You know, so he's committed to us. And, um, and then obviously the, some of the rumblings were the very fact is I think when they had the uh, barbecue that they, I think spelled his name wrong or something like to that. Uh, they, they thanked him for coming when he didn't go. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you. And Ken. I think there was some, there was some spelling or some, uh, there may have been another error, but the main thing was yeah. that he was thanked for coming and he didn't go. I remember that. Right. So little PR problem right, with that. And basically turn off and I, you know, and I can't blame the guy, you know, you get to a point, you go, look, you know, if I'm special, if I'm a person you want to come to Michigan and you kind of do something like that. And so you have to kind of do a little bit of cleanup duty, but you know, Jim Harbaugh taking time off that has a new baby to go there to talk to him was something special for him to say, Hey, you know what? You are a cog in this recruiting um, a class that we need that you are, one of the best and we need you at Michigan and you are going to be great here. And I think that's what Jim Harbaugh did. And I think he's going to, you know, we we're hopeful that he'll Solomon will pick uh, Michigan and we'll see. So. Yeah. If, if they're able to recapture uh, him as a commit, that would be rather impressive considering how there have been so many rough spots with that. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that will be something interesting to watch up until uh, National Signing Day, and yeah, we'll probably since I was saying that next week that we'll be talking about uh, recruits and some stuff. We'll probably talk about the National Signing Day event a little bit as well because we'll have an episode next week, and then we'll have to figure out when we want to record um, the week of National Signing Day because that falls on Wednesday. Right. So we'll probably want to record Wednesday night. Yeah. Because then that will give us an opportunity instead of posting something the day of uh, National Signing Day, it'd probably be better to be able to watch and then respond to it or share our thoughts on some of the things. So. Right. Yeah. But yeah. So um, coaching stuff a little bit with uh, Harbaugh on the recruiting trail. A little bit shorter of an episode, I kind of think, this week. Is there anything else that you really kind of want to share? No, just, um, you know, recruiting. Obviously, the recruiting thing is going to heat up. You know, just uh, obviously, you know, we, Caleb and I are always, we're on Twitter and we talk. But um, just to, you know, if you hear us and you're listening to the show, to be always be tempered temper yourself. I don't want to sound like a parent, but temper yourself when it comes to recruiting and stuff. You know, obviously the Najee thing was really a blow to a lot of people and, you know, and a lot of hate out there and things like that for maybe they thought that Najee was trolling Michigan, but you know, I just think it probably came down to the last minute and maybe, you know, maybe it didn't, but, uh, just, uh, you know, just be, you know, learn our lesson i guess at some point to where we want to just say hey you know what let's let jim harbaugh and staff recruit solomon and the others and and becton and and gay to get here and to see how they do and if they do they they do great and if they don't then we move on so yeah for sure so yeah it's um 
It'll be interesting to watch, to say the least. I'm, I mean, last year... I'm signing... expecting drama, man. I mean, I'm expecting... I, you know, getting back to the last couple weeks, and it starts to become very interesting with Michigan, of course. So, Yeah, there's good and bad with it. So oh, we'll yeah. Kind of, we'll <laughs> kind of... Isn't it with us? It's just like, man... Yeah, I, you know, I look, I read, and I look at stuff, and I just go, oh, man. Okay, so... Chill pill. Yeah, yeah. So don't be, you know, just don't put your eggs in one basket. And if they don't pick Michigan, don't be so upset about it. It's just, it happens. Yeah. Yep, they're going to make the decision. I mean, and nobody knows except for them, even up until it. So a lot of information. I'm, I'm torn sometimes on whether to re- retweet stuff on social media and things like that just because I'm just like, it's all rumor and speculation and there's the good and the bad, but anyways, it is what it is and it's getting closer and soon it will be resolved for 2017, but, um, we'll go ahead and move from here and into some, uh, closing thoughts and everything before we let you guys go. All right, so, yes, a little bit shorter of an episode. Reminder about that uh, audio thank you kind of project that we were thinking about working on. If anybody's interested, uh, you can connect with us on social media and ask us if you have any questions. Otherwise, you can call the number to participate with that. And next week we'll be talking about uh, recruits. Maybe, uh, yeah, if you get this, what am I saying? If you get this, if you listen to this and you want to share some thoughts about recruiting, uh, National Signing Day kind of coming up and everything and just things leading up to that, um, uh, feel free to call our voicemail and leave us a message, preferably by Monday night. Uh, you can maybe even go into Tuesday, but yeah, ne- leave a message by next Monday and uh, we'll probably be able to include it in the episode by then and maybe answer questions or share thoughts and things like that because we use our voicemail line for that. Uh, anything, any other thoughts, Craig? Or? Um, like Facebook or? Um, I think we should. Yeah. Well, um, I'm trying to feel Gail about on whether. Uh, yeah, yeah. I wasn't thinking because I'm for some reason I'm kind of thinking that this is live. By the time that people are going to be listening to this, most likely, um, there will be some changes made to because we've talked about our Facebook group, the Blue Network, everything Michigan football. There are going to be some changes made to that, and I do think that that's good that we mention it now because um, probably by the time you listen to this, changes will be made. Basically, the operation of the Facebook group, the way that it works, nothing is going to really change in that facet. The name of it's going to change primarily because when it was first started, it was in the hopes and uh, anticipation that the administrators, the people in of the Blue Network would be able to uh, supply most of the content. But with that being on top of the shows that we do, the videos and the shows that we do um, in the network, as well as on top of full-time jobs and things like that, it's just not something that we've been able to facilitate. 
So we're just going to be basically changing the name, keeping the group, uh, the group the same, the members the same. Uh, we'll probably be opening up to be a general group, but people will keep posting their posts and starting their conversations and things like that so the everyday normalcy of the group probably should be the same but uh but yeah there's just gonna be some minor changes with that so yeah you're right and that's that's just it's what it's doing is making you know the four of us just relieving us of what <laughs> what we kind of anticipated and what we wanted to do that it's it's like you said it's really tough to monitor or if we wanted to just figure out you know you know i don't want to say keep people in check just make sure you, you don't get people in there just bad and you know it happens you know it happens when you have groups like that but you're right it becomes to a point where you just get michigan fans and it was too much for us to keep up with and um just look at and constantly try to figure out. And I'm, I'm not on there all the time and neither are you. So, and you know, when we are, we're like, you know, we have people that talk to us and say, Hey, this person, this person's saying this. And I'm like, wait, what? So yeah. Um, some of those conversations got long. Yeah. They so, got really long, which so. is great. I mean, like that's part of the, part of the idea of the group and everything, but it's just like, yeah, just it, it was a little bit larger of a task than we, what our group is able to work with. So yeah, and what we wanted, the vision we had for it, just we thought, you know, just it's it's trial and error, <laughs> basically. Gail was, you know, is me, you, and Rashawn and Trey. We just we had trial and error. We wanted to start something really cool with the network, and we thought, yeah, this would be really cool, and you know. It was cool at the beginning, and now it just doesn't seem like it worked out. And I don't think people want to be uh, monitored as much as they would. We wanted it to be, and you know, we wanted we had a vision for it, and it just didn't work out. And that's okay. So we'll just move on, and we just opened it up. So yeah, well, the network's still alive and running, but as far yeah. as the Facebook yep. group is going, it's yeah, it, it, and it's it's going to still be the same uh, same Facebook group. It's just going to basically have a different name. So, yeah, yeah. yeah we were like I said, we we're hoping to f- facilitate it, put content out there, extra on top of what we were doing. But that was, uh, just like you said, trial and error and everything. And that's that's how it's been because we're still. I mean, Rashawn is still really new to all this. I mean, he's coming up on, he's right around a year. Yeah. Uh, we were talking uh, with him recently, and it's right around a year for him. And so for us, it's not even two full years. So trial and error, live and learn. Uh, so we'll we'll still be around with it, but just kind of a heads up with that if you see a little bit different with that. So, um, yeah, I think that's yeah. kind of it for announcements, closure, and things like that. So we appreciate you guys tuning in with us this week. We hope that you are uh, – Having a good week, and the weekend will get here fast, and we'll finish things off with a Go Blue. Go Blue.